we are live. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. The Vlogcast comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. This Vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the Streisand effect because I like talking about the Streisand effect, especially with dumbasses that richly deserve it happening to them and really don't understand what it is or what it does or how important it is in the interconnected world that we live in. And part of this is to follow through with the old adage that sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. I'm your main host. I'm known as Shujin Tribble all over the place. You can find me pretty much everywhere under that name. That's S-H-U-J-I-N. Hi, let me go ahead and introduce you to everybody. From the Midwest of the U.S., Bridget, good evening. Good evening. Just to the right over in Ohio, Joey, hi. Yep. It's close enough. And cross the water over to Paris, France. Joseph, good morning. Good morning. So, uh, Unreal Tech is expecting to be here um, shortly. He's got uh, something that's kind of taking a little bit of extra time for him. Is what it is. So, we will have everybody, well, for the most part, all together. As always... Thank you very much for being with us. If you would like to join with us while we are live on YouTube, you can feel free to, uh, well, if you do, join us over on the live chat because, you know, Stephanie is there and uh, Stephanie, hi. Yeah, I, yeah, a little warning because things get stupid next week because of daylight savings time and, and standard time next week. It changes a little bit. Instead of being UTC-5, it's going to be UTC-4. Whoopie-ding. Can we just go ahead and collectively ad agree that um, Daylight Savings Time has outlived its usefulness and we should no longer be doing that anymore? Can, can we just agree with this? Yes, we can agree. <sighs> Stupid. It's a colossal waste of time. Whatever, you know what? Whatever. I mean, the same could be said for the appendix, but... No, we actually have... We actually do require it. Unless, of course, you, you enjoy the concept of... Um, uh, I, I don't know what the right term is for it, but um, basically uh, stool replacement therapy, I think is the... Uh terminology for I, I don't or i don't remember what the, what the thing i don't want to be <clears throat> i don't want to have to swallow uh freeze dried um gut biome specifically doing, lower intestine gut biome pills doing doing as koalas do I don't know about that one. I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm Look, I'm, you're not getting my material right now. Okay, okay. It, it's, it's all, it's all very good. <laughs> so, uh, for anybody that's interested, by the way, I have two containers of beer left right now, which means I have only one real choice, which tonight is going to be the Guinness Open Gate Brewery Baltimore Blonde tonight so that's uh, that's our beer choice for this evening reminding you that i've had i've had good success for the most part with guinness except for that one time for whatever reason that that one can did not work for me and i i, I still don't know why but you know what whatever 
Uh, Cans. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, cans, regardless, tend to be hit or miss. Um, But hey, Guinness has never let me down. Guinness, endorse me. (laughs) Fortunately, I still have my my multi-tool here with me because, you know... If if ever you know you wanted to do a redo of uh, of the movie Meatballs, you need to have the corkscrew. Anybody that's seen the movie know, knows what I'm talking about. Okay, somebody explain to me with with these like really cool um, you know, manual uncorking devices. Why is there uh why why is there a knife? I've never understood that. Why is there a knife? It's little, so- but it's a knife. Well, um, it's typically there for, say, if you have one of those really fancy types of champagne bottles that has, like, the real hard wax over the cork. Or for cu- cutting... It, it, it's a utility thing. Okay. I just, Well, A, the idea that I've never seen such a bottle with a, with a wax thing on it other than the the kind of bottles that tau would drink out of uh makes me suddenly feel very in, inferior on that angle. plus you never know if you never know when the worm's gonna jump out of the bottle and try to eat you are we now talking about my tremors or dune i know i know i know i know leave me alone although you don't know i'm thinking about it i'm, I'm thinking this would be a kind of a isn't that how you supposed to? No, do? no, no. You don't nearly have enough weight in that blade. Yeah, that's 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 probably true. All right. So where is the ah? Here we go. There's the little lifter, and assuming that this works correctly, ah. That you know, a friend of mine. Easy. A friend of mine had mentioned, "Why would they do that? That it seems like a terrible thing to do. You're just going to get glass in everybody's champagne. That's not how it works. You see." There's a reason why there's never any glass in the champagne out of that. There's also a reason why you never want to drink out of the bottle after somebody does the saber trick. Well, not directly out of the bottle, yeah. Exactly, that's what I mean. Well, yeah, there's that. And we're talking about the uh, the saber trick with popping the cork off of the, the hopefully just the cork off of the end of well, the champagne cup. No, 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 it's, it's the cork and the neck. Oh, is it? The it, if you look at it when it's oh, properly no, no, you're done, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I what am I thinking? Why am I confused? Whatever. Whatever. In any case, uh, Stephanie, I do not change my clocks these days. My computer tells me the official time, so I can keep a point. Okay, this pisses people off <laughs> because the internal clock in the BIOS on my computer on. On my computer, whose name is Box, which, by the way, is old now. It's like 13 years old, almost 12 years old. I forget exactly what it is. Anyway. uh, No, wait, eight? Eight. I think it was eight. Anyway, the BIOS clock is set to UTC. So when I boot into Ubuntu Linux... It comes up and it says, "Oh, yeah, your your local uh your local time, sure, yeah, I got that for you, no problem." I reboot into Windows, and all of a sudden, everything is just all kinds of helter skelter for a while until Windows realizes, "Oh, wait, you've got a localization, don't you?" Thanks, Windows. Appreciate that. 
So, I, I to date do not have an actual beer drinking vessel. So, you know, I, I use whatever, whatever glass I've got, you know, around available. This is very much not like the, uh, previous Guinnesses, but considering it says that it is a Baltimore blonde, you know, the, the color. Okay. Uh, kind of makes sense. The downside is it uh, kind of looks like, um, the cologne I used to have as a kid because it was gifted to me from Avon is a, just let it go. Yeah. So, um, that's got a little bit of a, that's got a little bit of a head on it. I'm just going to let this sit aside for now. I'll deal with my stuff. Let that, uh, let that do its thing. And, uh, we'll, we'll see what comes of it. So let me get you, uh, let me get you rolling over here with your, uh, five minute freestyle. We'll come back. We'll do the, uh, horrible scopes, uh, update on, on Rafe and uh, we'll kind of go from there. So for now, your five minute freestyle starts right now. Clayton. Yes, it is a name and no, it's not a reference to anything, but I did put the information in the show notes. Clayton is a, a young gentleman who was fortunate enough a couple of years ago to be in the audience where Dr. Neil deGrasse Tyson was on a panel and was able to ask a question directly, which was really cool. And he asked this, can two black holes, basically I'm paraphrasing here, can two black holes basically eat each other? Now, I want you to—I I want you to take this into uh, uh, into concept for a second. The idea of what a black hole is is a really, really disturbing concept in and of itself. For anybody that's never really thought about it, it is a point in four-dimensional space-time, reminding you that time is the fourth dimension in the universe in which we live that we know about, because there is relative left-right, relative front-back, relative up-down, and then time. Which technically would be forward-backwards, but going backwards is a little bit difficult. Any case, it is a point. It is a singularity. It is as small as you can get and still be in this universe as we understand it. Now, I'm not going to say existing because I'm not sure that that quite qualifies, be that as it may, leaving that aside. Young Mr. Clayton asked the question to Dr. Tyson. Wonderful science communicator, Brilliant mind. And Dr. Tyson asked him, you know, what's your name? And, and how old are you? You know, what grade are you in? And Clayton went ahead and, you know, he said, his name is Clayton. He's in second grade. Second grade. That a young person 
in second grade has actually got the wherewithal to ask, okay, well, what happens if these two incredibly weird objects get close to each other? What happens? That's, that's amazing to me in and of itself that, that the idea of one of the most hellacious things that we have ever conceived of to date in our universe that a second grader has some concept of what it is. That's, that's fabulous to me. Now, what gets even more fabulous was the answer that Dr. Tyson gave him. Not that he gave him the answer to the question of, you know, what happens, but that one of, one of the things that he said in answering Clayton's question was, he had the opportunity of reading a doctorate thesis about exactly this scenario. And you know what it was? The, one of the first things that he said about it? Again, highly paraphrasing. I didn't understand a damn thing about it. It's amazing to me. I love the idea that maybe, just maybe, there are still kids who are being influenced, who are being brought up, who are being inspired by people like Dr. Tyson, by characters like Jean-Luc Picard, characters like Spock, who want to learn, who want to explore, who want to know. And they're the ones that are going to be standing on the shoulders of giants who right now actually have knowledge about the subject matter and they go ahead and they admit, I don't know what the hell they were talking about. Young Mr. Clayton is going to be the person later who is actually going to understand this stuff. The future looks good. If only we can keep it going that way. Episode 353 on the docket, Your Honor. Sisyphus would be confused. The, the idea, for those of you that don't remember Sisyphus from, uh, from legend and myth, he was supposed to be trying to push a rock up the hill forever and could never get it to the top. And, and it just kept rolling back for eternity. And that's kind of how it's felt right now with the subject that we're going to be dealing with, where groups have been trying over and over and over again to make things happen. And yet we know full well it has to fail because it's already failed before. And why the hell do you keep doing this? So, yeah, we, we're, we, we've got that. Things tonight were, uh, again, inspired by uh, something that, uh, that um, Bridget had sent my way, and I kind of took it and, and ran with it a little bit a little bit broader than what we otherwise had. Fine. I, blame me. No. No, it's not blame. I'm, I'm grateful 
actually, because, you know, uh, there, there are times where I, I go looking through news or, or whatever's been going on. And there are a lot of times where it's just burnout. And I'm just like, I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to talk about this, but I mean, what the hell are we going to talk? And then you've, you've, you brought this one, you know, smack dab into the middle of my face. And it's just like, you know what? I don't want to talk about that, but there's a piece about it that we should talk about. Tense the reason why this is going to happen that way. Uh, I did go look up on Rafe Badawi's condition. We have no new information this week, unfortunately. So, as of the recording of tonight's show, it has now been eight years, eight months, 25 days since Rafe was unjustly incarcerated for thought crimes. Our hopes of thoughts are still with you and your family. We are still waiting and really hoping that things are better than they were the last time we got an update, which was people not getting their medication and such and getting harassed yet again by the judicial system out there trying to tack on more shit on top of it all. Anyway. So with that out of the way, let's go ahead and get the horrible scopes taken care of because, well, that's, that's kind of the job that we've got for you. So, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I just looked over and Stephanie's, I use Linux, less hassle than Microsoft. You don't know the half of it. So let's get you rolling. If you know what your astrological sign is, cool. Those of you that don't know, roll a d12, borrow somebody else's. It doesn't matter. Roll an eight ball. I don't care. Everything is just the way that it is because that's the way that it is. Get you rolling over here this week. Aries, the gods are against you this week. RN Jesus and the great god Murphy have totally had it with you. And they have screwed with every die roll and every coin flip of every game you're involved with this week. Make a burnt offering to the hitty titties and maybe they'll be lenient. That's a, that's a, that's a call out to, to. It's uh, Ashley. Yes, Miss Ashley. Yes. Um, had a little bit of fun with that one. Cause it was just like, oh shit. Yeah. What, what was it that she called them? Oh yeah. The hitty titties. The hitty titties and the malakitties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And just joining us on Renault Tech. Glad you're able to make it, man. Hey, guys. Sorry I was literally running late. No worries. So uh, if you uh, if you uh, pull up your bookmark for the uh, uh, for the uh, Holbroscopes, we'll uh, grab you in here. Yeah, uh, do me last. I'm getting there. Okay. Bridget, all yours. Just, no, I'm not going to do you. Just, no. Just. Boris. Just bench me, coach. Just read the damn cue cards. Yes, sir. Taurus, don't buy Chinese food this week. Just get all the ingredients and make it yourself. The most expensive part will be a quality wok and fire ring to put over your stove. Fair warning, these do not work well on induction stovetops. If you don't have a gas burner already... Just consider moving to a new apartment. Joe? I'm not going to tell you not not to read from the card because I don't know what the card says. All I know is, first got to get mad. Gemini? You keep trying to organize your life and keep failing spectacularly at it. Maybe it's time to admit that your filofaxes and palm pilots just aren't as efficient as you'd like them to be. Uh, 
Joseph! Did we lose Joseph? I do this every time. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, if he's not ready, I am. Okay, Cancer Moonchild. You're nostalgic for the 60s because that was the last time someone could run naked in public and get away with it. Good luck having someone identify you from a grainy, blurry Kodak Podic Instamatic 300 camera a shot without a flash cube on it. A shot without a flash cube on it, sorry. Back then. Today you'd be featured on TikTok inside of three minutes. That's uh, true. Less. true. Leo. I think it's my turn, right? Yep. Okay. Leo, your heroes are all broken. Batman, survivors guilt over his parents. Tony Stark, kind of the same. Simba, uh, same thing. Superman. Okay. So all superheroes are apparently broken. So how about you just believe in yourself for a change? What do those heroes have that you don't? A writing staff. So go write your own future, and anyone getting in your way, take an eraser to them. I was also going to say money, but, you know... You have to be rich. Yeah. And and, and wearing your underwear on the outside of your pants. Uh, well, uh, Simba didn't. Did That's the exception. Yeah, there's, there's always going to be... Virgo! Baked goods are in abundance this week, which is both good and bad. If someone asks you if you like mm, banana cream pie, push the damn thing into their face and walk away. Remember, you will not be convicted by a jury of your peers. Besides, if it's not consent, the banana is uh, being a rapist. Libra. Time for your musical talent to come through. We know you're out of practice playing an instrument, but you talk all day anyway, right? So then write lyrics. Write what you know about. Now's your chance to write the songs My Mom Doesn't Miss Me and I Love the Smell of Plastic. Yeah, I'm just... Oh, <laughs> uh, Scorpio. There are some dirty socks hidden somewhere in the, that bedroom of yours. Please find them and discard them before they start a new plague. If you're not sure where they are, just follow Toucan Sam's mantra. Follow your nose. It always knows. Oh, my turn? Yes, sir. <laughs> okay. Ah, Sagittarius. Halloween is still seven months away. Stop prepping for your next big holiday display. You've got five months before Spirit Halloween starts opening shops again. If you wanted to get a proper start, you should have bought out the store November 1st. Amen, brother. It's all true. Hell yeah. It's all true. My best uh, Halloween props for the next year was always acquired after Halloween. Capricorn, do something for yourself for once. Specifically, buy some flowers. You can splurge on roses or carnations or orchids if you want to be showy about it. But if you ask the florist if they have some dead, headless roses, 
and tell them you want to decorate for an Adam's Family theme, they might just give them to you for free. It's true. Especially if it's close to Halloween. It's also very true. Aquarius, no one likes your shoes this week. Wearing sneakers. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Trainers, if you're a snobbish Brit, is one thing. But constantly telling everyone that those are my Adidas. Yeah, it's so 1986. Unless you're walking around with a boombox and a sheet of cardboard, just, just stop it. Pisces. Hey, pay attention this time, Pisces. There is a recessive trait dubbed Talpa 2 in chickens that hasn't been an active gene in almost 70 million years. When it's activated by genetic mutation, it's lethal. Meaning that fertilized eggs will last maybe 18 days. We lost Pisces again. Okay, everybody else pay attention. This mutation gives chickens alligator-like teeth. Yeah, so remember, there is a non-zero chance the chickens will revert back to their dinosaur form. Maybe Pisces can be the first people sacrificed to their new avian overlords. Again, it's true. I actually did homework on this one. It's true. So those are your horrible scopes for this week. Please remember, if you liked what you got, cool. If you didn't, uh, you didn't bribe me enough. And considering that we don't get bribed at all, screw you. It's it's, it's what you get, because that's what you paid for. Races aren't Canadian geese. Could be worse. I, mm, um, mm, could be. That would be... Wow, that would be terribly... Um, hmm. Disturbing. <laughs> you know, I was about to say, you know, Canadian geese have got a really bad attitude problem to begin with, but then I, then again, I thought about it. The number of times that chickens will just arbitrarily curb stomp the shit out of a poor defenseless mouse. Yeah. Good point. Mm. Yeah, so there's a there's a thing right there. So as an aside, this um this uh, Guinness blonde nah it it's it's not great. It definitely is not a the typical Guinness Joe, what, what was well, I mean what what was the other stuff? Technically a Guinness stout? Mm-hmm. The the like really the bread? Yep. Yeah. Stout and draft. But yeah. uh yeah, the. I mean, it, it it's a blonde. What do you expect? But well, that's the thing. I don't know what to expect. Hence, the reason why I keep doing this. Which, by the way, depending on how things go, I may end up doing the. Uh, I may end up doing the the jalapeno next week. Hmm. I typically don't trust a beer whose color can be found on a urine chart. Um. You know? Bridget knows what I'm talking about. I do. That's why I'm laughing. 
right. to say pH level. I don't. I don't have anything to test a pH if level you, right now. If your pee is this color, you're dehydrated. Yeah. If your pee is this color, you're dead. Okay. Well, uh, in this in this particular case, I mean, I gotta turn it so that I don't have a glare on the screen. So, uh, professional opinion, um, Bridget, is this gonna yeah, come out the same color? No, it's not going to come out the same color, but if urine is that color, you definitely need to be chugging some water. And if your urine is the color of normal stout Guinness, seek medical attention Attention. immediately. Yeah, you're probably showing either some blood in your urine or signs of renal failure. Yeah, that could be a problem. That could very easily be a problem. Okay, so on uh, on to actual topic tonight. Like I said, Bridget kind of shot over uh, a news article to me earlier this week, and it was yet again. And uh, before we started the show, I actually, I actually kind of asked, "What the hell do we call these here in the United States?" The Republican Party, who tend to be the conservative, lowercase C, conservative party. For whatever that's worth. They're recessive now. Mm. Also have to be the ones who have been the most closely aligned with the conspiracy groups like QAnon, etc. at Al. However, the crazy insane people. Now now to to that end, and the, the overlapping Venn diagram on that one, by the way, is that the Republican Party has been also the group who has been the most tightly interwoven with, yeah, I'm, I'm specifically choosing terminology, with the the evangelical Christians in this country. And as much as they yell and they rant and they scream about that they don't want the theocratic law, we're going to go ahead and pass laws that say that Sharia law cannot be the law of the United States. Yeah, that can't be because the law of the United States is the Constitution. Anyway, so now that the Republican Party has lost a lot of ground over the last couple of years, yet again, they are ramrodding and forcing new legislations yet again where the only impetus is theocratic rule, very specifically over reproduction and sex. Because yet again, there are abortion bills going up for legislation, being voted on, being signed by governors, What seems to be for the explicit act of getting it into the courts to get it bumped up to the Supreme Court of the United States. Holy balls. I can't stand the way that these groups keep going ahead and saying, Everything's fine. Everything's fine. We believe in the rule of law. Oh, by the way, we're going to go ahead and we're going to try to ramrod this through so that 
Well, see, now there's the question. Why? When it's already been a done deal, why? After all, that's the whole point of this show, isn't it? So, Bridget, you're 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 the most tightly wound on this one, uh, and and I'm saying that from the standpoint of you saw it first. And yeah, I think it was the one in Arkansas that I brought to your attention. Yeah. So I think you've. I mean, forgive me for well, forgive me for playing the chromosome card here. Yeah. Out of all of us, you're the one who's most likely to you know actually produce life and be affected by these stupidity. Yeah. What the, I mean, what in the, what the hell? I, I honestly don't know. And, and it, it, it terrifies me for, you know, my little one. It really absolutely does. Her biggest fear you know, is getting raped or something and being forced to carry that child to term. She's already decided that she doesn't want kids. And she's terrified of being raped. And well, if she was so. raped, yeah. I mean, and she's almost, well, I mean, I won't get into details and stuff like that, but yeah, you know, let's just say it's a legitimate concern of hers. And. You know, it, it, we're looking at some weird warped version of, you know, I hate to keep harping on The Handmaid's Tale and Gilead, but that's what we're looking at. And what really floored me, she was born in Arkansas and we lived there for a long time. And I am quite familiar with Asa Hutchinson. You know, I remember when he was a senator and didn't think he was all that, you know, that bad, that crazy, whatever you want to call him. I believe but, the I believe the active word at this point is until until and even though he had reservations about this law in Arkansas he signed it anyway um you know it's you know more or less an abortion ban um you know uh with no exceptions for rape or incest, only when it's necessary to you know save the life of the the child or the fetus. And I'm gonna have to go back and reread this link that I sh showed to you. But yeah, they're deliberately trying to get this in front of SCOTUS. Yeah. And then I uh, you know found this this other bill that you know was introduced in Texas where they're trying to. You know, eliminate abortion altogether from fertil fertilization onward. And, you know, have like the woman and the doctor subjected to the death penalty for any abortions, except for ectopic pregnancy. Now that one you can, you can still get away with because, you know, that might kill a woman to force her to carry an ectopic pregnancy. You know, rupture a fallopian tube, bleed to death. Yeah, it could happen. Yeah. And and it would never result in a viable fetus ever. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a brilliant moment right there, isn't it? Okay, you could kill quote unquote, you could kill one um person 
that's only just a, a collection of a you know 512 cells maybe or you could kill two people or no three at that point i mean why i'm sorry have we have we never gone through the thing that says that the death penalty is not a deterrent yeah well, we've gone through that and it's not i'm sorry am, am i am i mixing my my data points again i'm terribly sorry about that uh, well, enough, enough even the catholic of... position on ectopic pregnancies just pisses me the hell off though and after joseph stone talking i'll elaborate oh it's just uh just a, a point um well the death penalty um you know from their point of view anybody trying to impose a theocracy uh well it's the death penalty is still useful because i mean it removes all the uh those who won't obey, obey from the picture, the non-believers. If you don't agree with us, they want you gone one way or another. Yeah, and he—he's right. The, a lot of the Republicans, whether they admit it or not, if you really watch how they're talking to people, what they're saying, what they're not saying, they're scared. They're scared of Godfather Trump. Because he just took away a large chunk of the super PAC's money. He told the people, you know, he told the, the PAC, look, don't use my likeness anymore. I don't get permission to continue to use it. And, and they told him, well, you're a public figure. We're going to use it whenever we want. He went on whatever he went on. And he's told everybody, he's like, look, don't send them any more money. Send it straight to me overnight. Funding drop like a rock. And it's going into Trump's coffers. He yeah. will. I, I firmly think that this man will try again in 2024. Oh, he will. And any Republican who went against him at all in any way, shape or form, no matter how small the slight. He will hold it against them, no matter how long they will continue to, to live, exist for. And some of them are aware of that. Some maybe not. But, I mean, with everything that he has caused and all the harm and all the damage and everything else, the best thing that they could do for the Republican Party is get him behind jail. Yep. Bring him up. Let him get charged. Take his butt down for the insurrection and everything else that he did. And put him on trial Go ahead, have a jury appears, the whole nine yards, whatever. Do all the things that need to be done and get his ass where it needs to go. Make it so that he can never run again in this country. Yeah. And then when that. Hold it, Joseph. Yeah, hasn't that ship sailed? Because they had a. Nope. Well, hold on a second. As far as to the political part of it, yes, unfortunately so, because it's been tried. And the the voter block that is the group of which he is part, i.e. the Republicans, with a handful of exceptions. And I'm still not firmly convinced that these people who voted to convict were really 
doing it for the right reasons. But be that as it may, at this point, there are other civil litigations that are going on and criminal that are completely separate from the political stuff that didn't want to stick. So it is entirely possible that that son of a bitch could end up going to going to Alcatraz. And I'm, I'm using that. I know Alcatraz is no longer an actual penal location, but it was where they put Al Capone after the IRS got him for tax evasion. That's the reference. There's only one sticking point on that, though, which we will have to wait and see how it plays out. I'm afraid. And that's that's Governor DeSantis. Wait, what? DeSantis? He and Trump are buds. Trump is now a legal resident of Florida. And? Florida may not extradite, let him be extradited to New, New York, York or Georgia to face charges. Mm-hmm. Whoa, 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 whoa! Wait, wait, wait! So, no, no, hold, 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 hold on, hold on. This is true. This is true. I'm not going to go into my family history, but my fa- part of one side of my family is mentioned in a movie, and that movie is called Analyze This with Robert De Niro. Yeah, yeah. The very start of the movie. A lot of the people who ran from the cops at that start of that movie fled to Florida because unless Florida agreed to extradite them to New York, they couldn't get them. Yep. And I saw a piece in the Atlantic a couple of days ago talking about that, too. Now, for for editor's note, all those family members are long since deceased. That lineage is gone. I have no relation, no, uh, other than blood, nothing related to them. In case somebody tries to use this against me. I'll stick you a link out real quick, Shujin. And this is just a generic first thing came up when I googled it. Okay. It's also why some people who have money will pay other people to drag somebody across state lines where the police can get them. Where the hell is Batman when we need him most? Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) But I don't think Batman... (laughs) I, I think that was something I wouldn't even want to put Batman to the test on. Well, I mean, he got somebody internationally from China, I think. So, you know, all right, all right. yes. Technically speaking, I think it was Hong Kong, but. Uh, also, was I could be wrong. Hold on. Let me double check. There, there was uh, an episode of Batman where the president had done something the president wasn't supposed to do. And it was illegal. And Batman made a visit to the president and said, this is your one and only warning. Don't do it again. Yeah, he said something like you get a pass, but one time or something like that. 
Damn, now that's a whole other piece that I'm going to have to think about for later. That's great. Yeah, sorry to burst her bubble. I had to say something. Though. No, that's that's fine. It's a, hey, if she didn't say it, I was going to say it. So, I mean. You know, it, it, again, one of the great things about the show is I never stop learning stuff. I may not like it, but I learn. I learn the that there thing. is so much that I really don't know anything about. And stuff like that, that will piss me off to no end. Yeah, that pisses me off too. So back with this whole thing. I want to, I want to clarify one piece. Because I thought about it as I was, uh, as I was introing the show and talking about how this topic goes out. I want to make sure that everybody understands full well that here in the United States, there are two main, and by main, I mean like, 95% of the of the political will of the country. And that's the Democratic Party. Reminding you, it's called the Democratic Party, regardless of what some others will do, the little cute Democratic little, Party. Yeah. You know I hate that. Dying of fire. And Are then, you a Democrat? Oh, you're a liberal hippie. <laughs> Like, well, uh, well, that, but I hate being referred to as the Democrat Party. It's like, no, it's Democratic Party. Yeah. And then there is the Republican Party. Now, traditionally, at least in, in from the mid-20th century on, I think it's, it's fair to say, the delineation between the two has been that the Democratic Party tends to be the more progressive lowercase p, the more liberal, lowercase l, group. Mm -hmm. The Republican Party tends to be the more conservative, lowercase c, regressive, capital R, because they keep pushing backwards, and, and I don't know why. Now, both parties do have a lot of folks who are religious. We will grant that. Considering that 75%-ish of the country is religious in some way, shape, or form, it's ludicrous to think that there wouldn't be people in there who are religious in some way or other. Now, to that end, the Democratic Party tends to be those who are less vocal shall we say. The group who, though they may have some... What's the word that I'm looking for? Uh, they, they, may, they may have some push of the thumb on the, on the scales of justice, especially where it comes to those who are of the more Catholic bend. Because, you know, Catholics... Well, they will say one thing and, and definitely go another. But the Republican Party are the ones who have the evangelicals, the Baptists, the ones who are way outspoken and will do whatever it is that they can. And by that, I mean whatever it is they can get away with in order to push their more specific agenda that is absolutely based theocratically and not scientifically. 
Yeah, the the C in conservative is now a C as in Christo-fascist. Yeah. Now, conservative previously had basically meant that they were the ones who were looking for a a much more conservative-scoped federal government. And I can respect that position. I do not agree with it, because we've seen what happens, but I can respect the position that says, look, I think that the best way to get from where we are to where I see us being as being a more prosperous and and, and better country is to roll back certain things and to not have as much into the overseeing um, Uncle Sam. I don't agree, but I can at least respect somebody that says, I think getting from point A to point B is this way. Because that's something that we can at least have a discussion about and we can try to figure through it. Where they are now and what they're doing now, there's no wiggle room, there's no discussion, there's no opportunity for trying to figure out why it is simply life starts at conception it is now a human being you know the 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 meme picture you know change my mind or you can't change my mind as the case may be yeah and i don't think life begins at conception i think it's an ongoing process like george uh, george carlin once said it's an ongoing process Recycle over and over and over again. It's been going on for a long time. It's going to continue to go on for a long time. We have so many people on this planet that if we aborted one out of every two children across the world for several years, we'd still have too many people on this planet. We're not in danger of running out of people. That is not a resource that we have to worry about. What we have to worry about is we have a resource that we have to care for. And not just children, but the planet and everything else on it. And, you know, oh, the condom broke. Shouldn't force that person to have to go through pregnancy when they were trying to do things the right way. Oh, well, if they didn't want to get pregnant, they shouldn't have had sex at all. They should have taken the risk. Uh, 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 wait, what? I'm sorry, is is this your relationship? No? Okay, then you stay over there because you're conservative. And if your traditional views are that you're supposed, the government's supposed to stay out of your shit, then you stay out of mine. They forget that part. Yeah, and the fun part for that one for me is, okay, you 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 don't want people to get pregnant. Fine. Then what's your problem with same-sex marriage? Or same-sex relationships because they can't get pregnant? Because traditionally, marriage is between a man and a woman. And believe it or not, conservatism is about making things stay along traditional lines. So because that breaks their tradition, they are against it. It's that whole mind uh, group think again. Like Joe, Joseph likes to point out, is that if you're going against the group, you're wrong. Even if the group is wrong. 
I don't like the pointed out. <laughs> no, 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 dude. you do like to point it out, and you're no, no, good no. at it. No, it, it, it's it's not that he likes to point it out. It's it's not that we like him to point it out. It's that it has to be pointed out because it's right too damn many times. Fair enough. Fair enough. And, I'm, and actually, I'm, I'm afraid people are getting sick to death of me pointing it out. You know, there there are there are a number of times where you will point it out. And it's it's blatantly obvious that you're right. There are times where my pet things come out, and uh, forgive me for sounding like I'm a little full of my. All right, I am full of myself, but be that as it may, for a second, that you know, blatantly right because it fits the situation. Well, it's almost Captain Obvious. Exactly, I mean, it shouldn't even have to be said. Exactly, I mean, that's, if I only. Feel actually stupid. No, and 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 you're absolutely right. And I'm realizing oh. that my microphone is just a little bit on the high side. Sorry about that. You, you just gave me an idea. Who, who what? and what? <laughs> Joseph Joseph said it's almost Captain Obvious. We should have Mister. We should have Captain Obvious have a new job. His job should be uh, on a government level. Okay, it should be on a government sponsored uh, channel that's available to everybody, whether they have cable or not. So, you know, digital over the airwaves, all that. And what his job is, is to tell the public about the bills that the politicians will be voting on. Because if you can make it so bloody obvious what those bills are about, then at least maybe, maybe the general public might have an idea of what the hell it is that the people they voted for are doing. I wish it was that easy. I wish there was a place online where we could actually see. It probably exists. You can. There's but there's multiple government websites as well as independent websites you where you can actually read the bills today. that are going to be proposed, that are going to be voted on before it even happens. Oh, nice. Okay. But that it's reliant upon the material being ready to be submitted. Sometimes there are moments where they do last minute adjustments to the material and it doesn't get out there until after it's been voted on because, hey, the only up to date copies were the ones that were printed out on paper. Um, That's wrong. It is wrong, especially in a digital age. Yeah, uh, that's also could be purposeful. Oh, it is. Because there are a number of times where things have been added at the last minute to put... Uh, yeah, writers. writers. I'm still against writers. I think they should be banned, just like I believe <laughs> lobbyists need to be banned. Yeah. If 100 people want to make their point heard to their local politician, it should not be allowed to bribe somebody to go do it for them. The 100 people should show up. But again, that's how it used to be. It's yeah, but again, it's 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 all a whole other piece, and uh, you know we'll we'll again more stuff. I get to hey, be conservatives. You want to go back to the past? How about this? No lobbyists. Oh, I'm sorry. Did that hurt your wallet? Yeah, conservatism sucks, doesn't it, asshole? Yeah. So one of the big questions that uh, that keeps coming out of this for me, because, like I said, that 
conserv- lowercase conservatives have traditionally been looking at stuff, had been traditionally looking at stuff and saying, the way that I see going from point A to point B, where point B is the country is doing better, more prosperous, better, whatever, is through through this methodology. But the problem is, and I've said this before, what does point B look like for these people? What do they see as, what is the goal that they're trying to get to? And I really, really want to know, what is that? And why are these legislations the way to get to that? Well, they want an obeying, complacent, non-questioning people. I mean, you've got, you know, during the Reagan years, it, the Republicans, you know, they were, they were more conservative and everything. And yeah, well, there's a few pigeons on the way. Uh, you know, if we set up things like this, well, you know, if we make the rules like this, people are just going to obey. Uh, yeah, well, that's good for us. But then they became re- increasingly uh, on the... You know, those who would let someone else, let authorities decide everything for them. Mm. And now they're just, a, they're, they're not only addicted to it, I mean, they have no other choice because um, um, out of the U.S. population, well, with QAnon, I don't know what the numbers are, but it's less than the majority. And with all the nuns appearing... Um, let's just say their chances of uh, a power grab are dwindling. So, you know, that's why they're panicking. Yeah, that's true. On on a practical level, though, they are getting power. I mean, it's a small part of the country. They're an out, you know, but they have outsized power for their group. And, yeah, an example of this is most of the hospital systems in this country um, are faith-related hospitals. Yeah. You know, whether it's, you know, Methodist, Baptist, Catholic, whatever. Catholics. And you have these, you have these huge Catholic systems now that are absorbing all the other hospitals in, in counties and states and things like that. And they go by their, you know, Catholic doctrines. And this directly impacts women. You know, overpopulation is a problem, okay? Um, Feeding children when you don't have money is a problem. But if you live someplace like Seattle and King County where, you know, Washington has liberal laws for abortion, but right now, over 40% of their hospitals in King County are owned by Catholic corporations or Catholic hospital systems. Yeah, so getting, how are you going to get an abortion? You're not. They're getting uh, the county that I live in now, all of the hospitals are owned by Catholics. And before you jump in, Shuji, I'm going to get back to this ectopic pregnancy thing. Well, I was... If you have- yeah, if you happen to have an ectopic pregnancy, it's very easy, you know, to give a woman a methotrexate injection. Boom, problem's gone. 
woman's not dead, you know, pregnancy is terminated. If you are in a Catholic hospital, they will not administer this drug to you. They wait until your fallopian tube ruptures, and then they try to save your life. And that results in loss of fertility. You could bleed out to death and die, but they let it get to that point before they will intervene. And then, it, you know, you have to have invasive surgery, which is total bullshit, but that is the way that they do it. And if you happen to give birth in a Catholic hospital and you want to get a tubal ligation, you can't. That's against the precepts of the Catholic Church. So, no sterilization for you, no vasectomy for him, nothing. Yeah, well, the um, when you, you, you're always talking about the numbers population, not you're always talking about the numbers, sorry. Um, we we hear often about it often comes up in the conversation we're talking about population numbers and well the believer population the the believer percent of the uh, population is still a minority you know so the non-believers well they just have to go away so they don't count and anyone dumb enough to you know, follow their orders. Um, well, that's exactly who they want. Being born. Well, they do, but for the people who know better, if they hijack your medical care, what are you supposed to do? Pray. Yeah, you're fucked. And that's exactly what they want. Yeah. And, another thing and we all know that it doesn't do shit. Yeah. And another thing that, uh, you know, it's win-win. Because if you uh, can't afford the baby and uh, you have to put your kid up for adoption or, you know. Um, well, let's have a look at the, the numbers who who make up a good lot of the ranks of the priesthood. And a lot of those numbers are from people from broken homes. Didn't used to you be. Know, you know, you really want to go back to con- uh, and and think along conservative lines. When people couldn't afford to have their kid, they put them up in orphanages. Institutions that traditionally were never funded properly, traditionally didn't have the appropriate care needed for some of the hard cases, uh, typically ended up having to give up on kids. Um Many uh, orphanages didn't come out until long after being shut down, but actually kill kids, babies, bury them in a pit. Um, and, uh, you know, all in all, it was really bad experiences for the kids, sometimes fatal. Um, I'd almost say that uh, orphanages are almost priest farms. Yep. And then uh, on top of that, you know, they're speaking of farming. How about uh, grooming? Plenty of uh, history shows us that many of the religious or- or- orphanages had many, many cases of pedophilia. You know, uh, so we have that going on. And oh, let's see what else. Well, all right. It's it's particularly nasty. This whole regressive mentality is nothing but damning in every sense of the word. It is. 
And if they force a woman to give birth to a child that she cannot afford and they will not allow her access to birth control pill, they don't want the state to pay for that child either and help support it. And they're like, well, you shouldn't have had sex. Keep your legs closed. And it's like, okay, if you're married and you were trying to be responsible um, and you're saying, well, don't have sex, don't take that risk. Are you going to pay for the, you know, husband to go, you know, pay for it elsewhere? Is that what you're advocating? See, the rich will do what the rich has always done. And that's go get an abortion somewhere else. They'll they'll fly the, the woman out quietly. Oh, she's taking an extended vacation. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. And she'll be gone long enough to have the kid and recover. And then she'll be flown back. And she'll be told, if you talk about it, you're out of the inheritance. Or they'll just take her somewhere and uh, have an abortion and fly her back. Yep. yep. And uh, we've also seen historically that the ones who have come back, who have tried to talk about it, suddenly find themselves in an insane asylum. Or flown back out of the country, not to return. Or a bad thing happened. They don't have insane asylums anymore. We don't have mental health. Anyway, thanks, Reagan. Oh, drugs. Hell, just fill them up with Xanax. Or worse. Yeah. The the point is, is that this shit's got to stop. And the worst part of this whole thing is that there are women supporting these things. It's one yeah. thing if an idiot guy supports this, okay? They, they're supporting something they don't truly understand. They're wrong, but they don't truly understand. Women, you are literally, when you, any woman who supports this is literally shooting themselves in the uterus. Well, and, and that's a problem. Because if all the women stood up and said, all the women in the U.S. stood up at the same time and said, look, no more sex until all these anti-abortion laws are gone in every single state across the U.S. Until there is a single law that is put into place to maintain and preserve body, full body autonomy for a woman's right to choose. No sex ever again. You know what? I give it a month. But wasn't that what the Supreme Court's ruling for Roe versus Wade was supposed to have been all about at the time? Yeah, but you see, Roe Roe versus Wade doesn't stop a state from making a law. Well, you know, if the abortion clinic is going to perform an abortion, they have to have a hospital that's within 10, uh, 10 minutes, uh, 10 miles drive uh, there that has a qualified medical examiner or medical doctor who can be there for complications. And if the only one that's in there is a religious one and they say, we're not handling that stuff, they can't perform abortions now. Yeah, you're talking trap laws. Yeah, we know those sort of things. And that's what we have have multiple and and layers and layers and layers of trap laws that are you, you don't juggle just right and that woman's going to jail and if roe versus wade gets on, o, o, uh, overturned those trap laws are hooks and they're sunk deep 
you know, here's a... Here's... Well, there's actually trigger laws when Roe v. Wade gets overturned. That too. All you know, abortions will be illegal in several states. Here's a... And even if... Yeah, go ahead. Here, here's a, here's the thing, because um, what was what was the term that you called it? A trap law? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's Remind- targeted reproductive. I'll have to Google it. Okay. There was uh, there was a, a a show on um, last week. It's targeted regula- uh target regulation for abortion. Uh, what are trap laws? Uh, targeted restrictions on abortion providers. That's okay. what it is. The term reminded me because this is the way my brain works. Sometimes leave me alone. Of uh, John Oliver's show last week tonight, where he went through and talked about. Well, some people are going to get the reference. Eat shit, Bob. And it was, when all was said and done, it was about something called slap suits, which are basically nuisance suits to try to keep people from, you know, to 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 basically take them up on some bogus claim to drag them into court so that they waste a whole bunch of money for really nothing that's going to pan out of it all. And that there are some states who are working on legislation to keep those things, these nuisance lawsuits, from being followed anymore, filed anymore. The wonderful quotes of Mr. Butters, or Mr. Nutters. Yeah. So here's what I'm kind of wondering. Would it really be wrong to enact something similar so that if if a state intentionally files legislation and enacts it that is in direct opposition to already established shit that doesn't work god damn it as my brain is going further and further into it, it's just like, well, that's the entire reason of having the Supreme Court so that they can go ahead and they can look over these laws and find out is it actually constitutional or not, because that's the methodology that's put into place. Damn it. Have you been following? Well, anyways, I've been following recently uh, <clears throat> the workings of uh, Andrew Seidel. Yeah. Um. Yeah, if you want a real look at, I'm probably going to end up buying this book because I mean, um, there's too much in there. Uh, yeah, it's probably a good read. But I mean, it's not only happening on the um, Supreme Court level; it's happening at the the judicial, uh, the the state judiciary, um, where the the judges are being. Um, Basically, the Trump administration, they filled a, a void that was left over from the Obama uh, uh, administration, and they basically flooded the, the judiciary and, at, at the state level with um, people that aren't even qualified. Yep. Yep. Sure did. Over 300 appointments. Uh, I didn't know that until a few days ago. 
Yeah. Yeah. And let's so. let's be let's also be clear about this so that everybody understands full well. It wasn't that President Obama did not fill those positions or did not forward names to fill those positions. He they was were blocked from filling them. Exactly so. And yep, who is blocked it. And who is the guy who is the biggest chad of the whole damn group that made it, that happen? Mitch McConnell. Mitch goddamn McConnell. Talk about gaming the system. He did. Any nomination that was put forward, he blocked. Well, that's all they do, the Republicans now. No, no hold, hold, hold on a second. Let me, let, me, let me make sure, though. It didn't used to be that way. Oh, good. It didn't Pardon. used to be that way until 2010. It wasn't made to do that either. That's right. That's exactly right. And that's that's the thing that pisses me off because again, this plays into the whole what is the what is the view of the future for these Republicans that they're trying to get to? Because if actions speak louder than words, it's we want to be able to dictate, not rule, not not govern. We want to dictate, which, as we know full well, granted, it's only in English, really, but I mean, that's only a handful of steps away from dictator. But I mean, is that really that far of a stretch at that point? But you're right. That's all they have left, because, you know, uh, when conservatism, when people started becoming, you know, at the Vietnam War, when they were be people were becoming more uh quote unquote aware you know um well they had a choice you know either change their ways or dig in and they chose to dig in and now all they've got left um if they want to stay in power is the are the believers i mean it's the last resort yeah so if they can't if they can't make uh if they can't make it with their with the old system um well you know all they've got left is, uh, well, let's just say it for what it is, fucking fascism. All they've got left are gerrymandered districts up the yes. Yeah. Yeah. If you can't win, cheat. Yeah. And they have. And they have. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've, I've heard, I haven't researched the numbers myself, but I have heard that the number of people represented by those who are of the Democratic Party are basically triple the numbers of those represented by those in the Republican Party. I think that's about accurate. I don't know the exact percentages, but it's it's something like that. Yeah. I'm sorry, say that again? That uh, again, I I'm not I'm not a hundred percent sure about the numbers, but effectively the number of people that are represented by those in the uh, the Democratic Party are twice, three times more than those that are represented by those in the Republican Party. Yeah, make... me or my brain, I just don't understand. Okay, uh... Uh, you know, you know for well that uh, each. Uh, each politician uh, yeah. is has a number of people in a district that they represent. Uh -huh. And 
going by those numbers, the people, the number of people who are represented by those who are of the Democratic Party far and away exceed the number of the people that are represented by those in the Republican Party. Oh, you mean, okay, the the population. Right. Okay, I thought you meant they were being represented. Okay, too. All right. Yeah, um, I've got some numbers here. Now, these are from Brookings uh, Institution. These are going back to 2017, so I'm sure that these numbers are even more skewed. But back in uh, 2017, Republicans got 56% of the vote, but 74.6% of representation. And Democrats won, trying to look and see this here. Computer's been a slow. That's all right. Oh, crap. Uh, but anyway, there was overrepresentation, you know, by the, you know, GOP. They had more influence than what they should have. Going by the statistics. Going by the statistics. Um, okay, looking at national national distribution for votes for Congress, uh, misrepresented seats, quote unquote. They had twenty one. And Democrats were down 21. Yeah. You know, we... So, 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 yeah, now the Democrats have, like, a majority of the vote, but less representation for those votes. And that's, again, gaming the system. It's Yeah, it's gaming the system. So, what to do? That is a very good question. Well, make it impossible to game the system. Yeah. Like I said, this is 2017 data. Um, I'm trying to find more current data, but here's just a picture for Joseph. Okay. That's sticking here that I found from uh, Brookings. I love pictures. What it looks like. Yeah. Now, knowing full well that, you know, this is from a couple of years ago, we know full well that we had... Uh, we had an election here since, and things were interesting, to put it mildly, that there were people who were able to vote, who found ways to vote, who were offered ways to vote that, you know, in, in light of the current, you know, C-19 situation, made it safer, made it more available. And for whatever reason, and it's been admitted to, when more people vote, fewer Republicans are elected. Now, that's not a direct quote, to the best of my recollection, but that's pretty close to accurate. And it's funny that way. It's not a northern-southern thing. It's a population thing. It's an education thing. Mm -hmm. It's amazing how that works. It's also an age thing. God, would it be nice to have more representation by those who are, you know, going to be spending the most amount of time 
dealing with the fallout of whatever legislation happens. People in their 70s should not be the ones doing, you know, writing legislation that they're not going to live long enough to see. I mean, it's just, it's, it's just absolutely bizarre. I mean, the country was founded on guys that were under 30 years old, for Christ's sake. Well, all right, except for Ben Franklin. He was, he was fucking old before he was old. But he still liked the ladies. He still, and they liked him back. Good God, he, you know, they talk about, they talk about one in five people in the world is a descendant of, uh, of, um, uh, of, uh, what the hell was his name? Um, Genghis Khan. I wonder how many French folks can be traced back to, oh no, wait, because he actually had, uh, he actually had a prophylactic, didn't he? Unless you are, wait for it. The Mongols. Right. Was it Madison? Yeah, it was Madison that got all kinds of pissed off at him when they were in France because he was doing it with the ladies and he wasn't worried because he had his, he had a prophylactic. Well, he had one. I mean, he kind of reused it because, I mean, that's what you did he in the day. Syphilis. Well, yeah, I, okay. Now, see, now, 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 now you're just, now you're just picking on the guy for, you know. And he was well known for it. Well, <laughs> yeah. He actually used to hang out, um, at the time it was the suburbs, but, uh, he used to, um, he was loaned, uh, a castle by the Comte d'Artois. It's kind of funny how, how close the, the founding fathers were with the, the French royalists. Yeah, right up until the point where they lost their heads. Yeah. Oh, but, wait. Uh, funny that worked. They used to hang out in a country home in, in Passy. If you look up Passy on the web, to the, to the west side of Paris. Mm. And there's, you can still visit uh, the, the remains, parts of the remains of the, the former country chateau where he used to hang out. But anyways, the founding fathers, there they were, you know, they were starting a great experiment. And um, they just began setting it up. You know, they weren't done yet. The, the, the job wasn't done yet. So... Since then, we've been basically building on their model. Yep. And uh, the Constitution now, uh, well, it's uh, it's basically being ignored because uh, nowadays people can say they can say what the Constitution says, but it it actually doesn't say that at all. Because you've got a good lot of the population um, that think that the the Constitution is direct from the word of God. Yeah. Dad pisses me off to no end. And I, I think it's there that we have to look. We have to... Uh, that's the problem to fix. And these fucking believers that wish ill on others who aren't like them. You know, it was... Everything was fine. You know, when the economy was great, um, everybody was comfortable. People like that were tolerable. 
their leaders were happy because you know they're they're getting their cut of uh, everything income their followers are making. But you know when things get hard, well, they have no choice but to dig in, and then they start when their own following starts to run out of resources. Well, they want access to everybody else. Why sex? You know, I've control. It's a moral gray area, even now for even for you know even for you know believers and non-believers. I mean, like myself, I would like to know when sentience starts. We still don't know that hmm. uh, in a fetus when sentience begins in a. It, but it's also possible, you know, it's funny, there's there's even studies that uh, show that real sentience doesn't start until uh, well into uh, something around four or five, which is really odd. But could be true, I don't know. But anyways, the question's still out there. So, you know, anytime there's a moral gray area in the population... Of course, the, the, the church tries to shoehorn in because, I mean, that's their prima, ugh, whatever. Their, their first, um, their first purpose is dictating morals, so they say. Yeah. Uh, supposed to be their job. Yeah. Old Judeo Christian heritage thing that they claim and under Judaic, um, you know, tradition, there is no prohibition against abortion. No. And mother, mother is like the first and foremost important, you know, person. I mean, end of story. <laughs> and if memory serves, uh, Old Testament's got a, a, a thing that explains how to uh, see if your wife has been unfaithful. Which yeah, November, uh, November, gosh, I can't can't word uh yeah numbers chapter 5 verses 11 through 33 there's nothing in the bible about no abortion that's the only thing about abortion well, and it's about that you know going before a priest and if your wife has been unfaithful then he mixes up you know, the dirt from the temple and yeah, the makes her drink it and then if she's been unfaithful she'll have an abortion yeah, basically, how to do an abortion. Right. Yeah, that's the only thing that's in there. <laughs> it's not. It's not only it doesn't. It doesn't uh, condemn it. It's a. No, it doesn't condemn it. It's like how to it do is, it. Yeah, it does. It is, it's an instruction. Yeah. So technically, at that point, uh, that part of the Bible is a spell book. Well, do you see what's going on here? I mean, it's uh, just once again, it's just these fucking believers. It's the believer. It's. The, this is what we have to get rid of. Yeah. This this non mentality. Um, if I can go on a bit of a not a rant, but I mean, you know, the the church they say that they preach morals, but I mean, I find that as disingenuous as hell because you know they want to dictate morals for others, which means that basically they want to decide everything for everybody else, and you know, what they call mor morals, I mean, even when they call it morals, it uh, sets my teeth on edge because, I mean, it's it's dictate. 
Yeah. It's dictate. And they are they're actually removing from their followers their ability to decide right from wrong for themselves. And of course that's gonna have consequences for the rest of the population. Because you know, for as far as they're concerned, if it's for the group, you know, other believers like them, there is no right and wrong. If it's good for the group, all's good. You know, we'll 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 go with uh, you know Jericho. If you want to read the book, uh, how, how many fucking genocides there are in it? Um, yeah, well, it's you in know, the Bible, so all is well and good. I'm sorry you asked that question because the first thing that came into my head was. A heretic woman have a tab open for that. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. It's been how long? I still miss that bitch. I do too. I do too. And, you know, with the current law, and I'm not talking state, I'm talking about, you know, Supreme Court and all that other stuff. I mean, if they went by stare decisis, which apparently is no longer a thing, um, you know, Amy Covet Barrett, you know, she will do her thing and and Kavanaugh and uh, Thomas go along with it. But, you know, I thought Roe v. Wade was very reasonable. And, you know, since we don't know exactly, you know, when the brain's developed enough to, you know, function and, and all of that. Yeah, the general guidelines have been, you know, up to, you know, 24 weeks, you know, the age of viability. And then allowing for, you know, abortions past that point if there's, you know, something extraordinary. Yeah. If if there are medical reasons for it. And I and I feel like that that is perfectly fine. That's the way that it's been, you know, since the 70s. And you know, that's a, that's a, a, a logical cutoff point that most people should be okay with. There's and, the operative word, though, isn't it? Most. I mean, should. Should. Yeah, age, age of viability is, is a good cutoff point. I feel like that that's fair. And then, you know, for medical, you know, issues, then you still have that leeway to where, you know, we can do this you know, for the mother's health or... You know, because there's a deformity in the and it's not compatible with life. You know, for the fetus or whatever. But why they're trying to get rid of that age of viability cutoff is just—I don't see any good reason for it. What do you call viability? Sorry. Uh, the age where um, you know, it can result in a live birth, and that baby can, you know, live Survive. on its own outside the womb. Okay. Yeah, there's a downside to that one in that, you know, that that point can and has changed as medical technology has advanced. So there's always going to be the 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 argument of, well, we can't really know where that is because some groups have got more medical advancement than others because, you know, uh, some hospitals have got more money because they're they've got more money but you know yeah but the 24 the, weeks makes sense yeah now anything that's born for then at like 21 or 22 weeks is going to be very very sick and have to have lots and lots of NICU and and who only knows what kind of quality of life. Of its life yeah 
Exactly. It's going to be sickly. And I don't consider that, quote unquote, viable. No. I mean, under normal circumstances, that would not be a viable pregnancy. No. And it's, and it's, it, it, it honestly. And just because we have the technology does not mean we should. Yeah. And I, for one, would think that it would be completely unfair to that life to intentionally bring it for the sole reason of countlessness. Yeah. Can you imagine condemning somebody to a shit life just because you want to impose your dictate? Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm on a diet, so you guys can't eat donuts. No, that's exactly, that is exactly it. No matter how stupid or how silly it sounded, that is exactly what it is. Just because I'm not allowed to do something, you shouldn't be allowed to do it either. Well, wait a minute. I don't believe the things that you believe. And only those things that you believe in tell you that you can't do certain things. Our government, on the other hand, our, says our legal rights, we can do these things. Well, I don't care what the government says. My authority, my, my, my beliefs trump your government. And it's like, no, 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 they don't. Uh, you're delusional. Well, my beliefs tell me I'm right. Yeah, you're, you're, again, you're delusional. But unfortunately, when you're inside the bubble, you don't see the bubble. Yeah. Well, these guys well, could be fully, again, you have to differentiate between the people who know full well what they're doing and people who are actually in a believer bubble. Yeah, like well, Jerry Fall, he's an asshole. He started this whole shit. Some of the states, too, though, have these anti-abortion laws where even if you have severe fatal anomalies, uh, they would not allow you to terminate that pregnancy. And what I want to know is if they force you to have a child with severe deformities that's going to require millions and millions and millions of dollars worth of health care over its lifetime, who's going to pay for that? But they don't want care. to. They don't want the states to pay for it. But who is going to pay for it? Hey, but you will obey us. So it's your problem. Yeah. But parents can't afford it either. They don't care. Um, some of the, because I, you know, I've, I've been in this, yeah, on all sides of the industry since 1986. I mean, I'm old old school. And I can't tell you how many times I have seen, you know, charges for kids who were, you know, who were, you know, so sick when they were premature and then have to go to, you know, physical therapy and, and uh, respiratory therapy and all that stuff several times a week and their insurance policies would only cover like 10 visits a year. And so you have these parents that are on the hook for 50, 60, $70,000 a month worth of charges that they have to keep their child going to in order to keep it alive. And they can't pay for that. State doesn't want to pay for that. The insurance company isn't can't pay for that because the state only mandates that they cover 10 visits a year. What kind of shit is that? It's the kind of shit that apparently uh, God only gives you that which you can handle. But which I is a... saw that all the time. Yep. that That's how they 
that that's how they uh, basically dismiss it. It's just like when somebody's child dies. God needed another angel. Oh, you, you're. Oh, if if I had another kid and that kid died and somebody said that to me, I'd be in jail for assault and battery. Well, and like these and kids with spinal bifida and cystic fibrosis, who the hell is going to pay for that treatment? Jesus, yep. just pray and the Lord will provide. And no. These guys are just, for me, the epitaph of evil because, I mean, they, it is evil. Shunt, they shunt all of this. Um, they make all these rules and they shunt all the responsibility for the rules onto the, the people they impose them on. I mean, yes. It's just, it's just exactly. a shirking of responsibility. You know, they, uh, we're going to take all the good stuff. All the bad stuff is for other people. I mean, yeah, like that woman in Texas that was that that, that was brain dead, and she was thirteen weeks pregnant, and they kept her on life support against the wishes of her husband. If I remember correctly, that kid didn't make it either. No, didn't make it. Nobody made it, but they definitely traumatized the dad. They definitely traumatized uh, all the family involved. And oh, the great, great Christian caring right there, folks. Well, that Christian love. It either because they don't pay for treatment on uh, dead people. It's mm -hmm. Two pieces. One about that one. It wasn't just the uh, the husband's wishes. It was his wife's Hers. wishes because she was a medically trained first responder and she knew and she had it written out and mm -hmm. the legislators, the effing governor who was yeah. Bush, not, not one of the presidents, but one of the others intentionally got involved in the damn thing and wrote legislation specific to this person against the family's wishes. It's, and see, here's the part that gets me about that real, uh, real quick is the funny thing is the ironic thing is if I remember correctly, aren't they conservative? So they should actually be doing less government involvement in people's personal affairs. And they were doing the exact opposite. It's almost like they weren't conservatives. Or, huh. or even worse. I'm sorry. Was that was that enough sarcasm in there? Just just a little bit. And okay. I found the piece that I was looking for. For anybody that wants to go ahead and open up your Bibles, Genesis. I know I should probably say it with the correct gravitas. Genesis. A handful of people that get rid of that Genesis three sixteen, and I read from. The standard English version, quote, to the woman, he said, quote, I will surely multiply your pain in childbearing in pain. You shall bring forth children. Your desire shall be contrary to your husband, but he shall rule over you. Yep. That's why. Because and then later on, there's many passages that show that women are even less worthy than goats in that same book. But the point of it is, why should women have to go through childbirth 
if they didn't want it. Because it's been decreed that they are chattel, and they are to be lorded over by whoever their husband is. And if they are not wed, then whoever it is is the consumer, con, consume, the sperm donor is the one who effectively fills that role. And if they aren't really filling that role, then Uncle Sam will, by their dictate, because that's what they want to do. Because if you went through and had sex, which is an immoral act, well, you should have to pay the penalty, which is pain and suffering and 20 years of, I don't know, destitution? With no help from anybody? Because why? Steve Anderson follows the same, you know, dictates as well, and I hate that bastard. But he has, I think his wife has seven or eight children. I'm not sure how many at this point. But he does not allow her to have an epidural in childbirth for that reason. What? He's, he's, He's a preacher, minister, something or the other in Arizona. Very misogynist. Whack job, dude. But he does not allow her He's the one who gets to make the decisions. He does not allow his wife to have an epidural during childbirth because the Bible says that children are supposed to be, you know, brought forth in pain and suffering. And so that's her lot, and she has no say in the matter. Stockholm Syndrome. It's the only thing that I can think of why anyone would stay with such a sadist. And I say that as somebody... Little little trip inside of my head. As someone who knows a little something about the BDSM communities and a lot of these terms, for me to go ahead and use as an invicative the term sadist? My God, people. What the He's hell? Horrible. He is horrible. And he has a huge following. Big church. Mega church. Of course he does. And some of his you know sermons that I've seen are just quite disturbing. But he doesn't approve of women wearing slacks of any kind either, because he, anybody, you know, any woman that would wear a man's clothing or garments, they're a transvestite. Or no, he called him a crossdresser. Yeah, that's what he called him, a crossdresser. Somebody's got, he's afraid that somebody might question his authority. Yeah, but when, when it was on his website that he would not allow his wife to have epidurals, I was like, what the fuck? Yep. It's not your body. See, no, you're that's the thing. Looking at a it, it, as far as he's concerned, it is. It is his body by possession. Yeah, yeah. his property. Oh. She is to be submissive in all things. Remember the good old days when pants were the mark of a barbarian? <laughs> hey, I got a kilt. Let's do this. No, no, no. <laughs> and I got a full kilt, the kind you have to pleat yourself, you know, that goes over your shoulder, the whole nine yards. And I know how to do it, too. See, when he says the whole nine yards, he literally means nine yards. The whole nine yards. 
Some people want to know. This thing is long. <laughs> yes, nine yards. <laughs> I know I've said this before, but it tickles me that, especially from a, histor- from a historical sense, those who decide to make legislation to try to regulate the use of a uterus are the ones who have the absolute least experience with a uterus. This is true. Yeah. Yeah. I, thank you for, I, I mean, I, I did see it before and I, I was going to mention it and just flew past with other stuff. It's true. It's, it's, it's absolutely true. We have people who constantly, constantly try to do exactly that. And, 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 and Joe, I want to hear you laugh about this. Men, old men, old white men who don't understand that you don't urinate out of a vagina. That, that you can, you can just, you know, hold in menstruation you know, because I mean, that's that's what you can do, kind of like urination. You can you can hold that, right? <sighs> As I recall from liar liar, it does cause erectile dysfunction. <laughs> Might explain a lot. I don't exactly get the reference. I, I I know of the movie. I don't know the specifics. So you know what? We'll just we'll just bypass it right there. <laughs> We gotta see now. <laughs> I love it, Bridget. I mean, yeah. you're welcome. <laughs> if you're waiting there for five minutes and you're still knocking on the door because you can't find the doorbell, that's your problem. See, here's the fun, the really, really part that made me laugh is that Bridget typed in. Can I say it? Bridget? Yes. <laughs> okay, Bridget typed in. Quote: They can't even find a woman's clitoris. And she's right. Now, here's the funny part. Well, here's the kind of sad part. There are a lot of women that can't find the clitoris either. Uh, as an example, as an example of one, Gwyneth Paltrow, the movie actress star, that whole goop line. She did a TV series on Netflix, whatever. And they were talking about the vagina. She could not properly identify the parts of her own vagina. I'm a guy. I can properly identify the parts of a vagina. I don't want to. Because I read books. Because I read books. Okay. And when I'm curious about something growing up, my folks always taught me, you go to a library and you read about it. But then you also have to go out into the real world. Some things... That's easy to do, and some things may not be able to do it. Depends on each situation. So, I had a habit of reading anything that I about things that I were was curious about. This is why I don't get squeamish about a lot of topics. I read things that, in like when I was in junior high, I read things that would have made my classmates sick, not because it was disgusting, but because we didn't get that kind of medical knowledge. My li- local library actually had an extensive medical section. And it was interesting. Not interesting enough to become a doctor, but it was definitely interesting. The big book STDs? <laughs> yeah, I hope I never see that on a living human being. Uh, and I feel pity for the doctors that do and the people that get them. 
when I was but, 14 or 15, I was cleaning offices and mm. one of it was an office. It was a medical building. And one of the offices was a gynecologist and they were always throwing out books. So I had a look at this. Um, uh, well, there was this book I found in the garbage that was actually all of the uh, uh, like yeast infections and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's eye opening. Oh, yeah. These are, I've, I've been, I remember when I was told by my school that we were going to be getting sex education. I was excited. I was like, I'm going to be mature about it. I'm not going to snicker and laugh. This is going to be great. And what we got was, wow, that was less than I learned on my own in, in the public library. This, this was nothing educational, truly educational about it. Now, granted, uh, I was lucky. The people who were giving us the education said that the only 100% way to guarantee that you don't get a sexually transmitted disease is to not have sex. Other ways all have a probability based on, you know, caution, precautions taken. They didn't say that you, the only way you will uh, prevent uh, STDs is not having sex. They only they said that the only way to guarantee it 100%. There are other ways to do it. They, they talked about condoms and other stuff. So, you know, it wasn't like down south in the southern part of the U.S. where, yeah, sex education is between man and a woman and you don't do it till you're married. Have a nice day. If you get that much. That's what I got. Yeah. And it's basically when you dig down, well, we're going to teach you about your own body. Yeah, I was expecting to learn stuff. I mean, I I read a lot and I was like, okay, I know some of those books are old, so we've got to have like new information. I really was excited to be learning from people who were prepared to teach me as an adult. I was going to be treated like an adult. And instead, they, they treated us like kids. And they treat adults like that i mean people who spend their lives in a state of ignorance about their their own bodily function shit it's not like i was expecting a live demonstration or even a freaking porn video i was just expecting some knowledge yeah it wasn't monty python's meaning of life when you tell me you're gonna teach me something okay okay let's learn but but i expect to actually learn something and I didn't learn a damn thing. I knew more than what they were teaching. I knew more, and I didn't realize it at that time, than almost all my classmates at that point. At least book-wise. And I actually went and had a relationship with one woman um, in my 20s who didn't know the, the own her own parts of her anatomy had never done the recommendation of taking a mirror you know and seeing what's going on down there had you know none of this stuff i mean I, it just it perplexed me to be fair i did that once and i couldn't sleep for about three weeks before or after surgery uh just saying you know things change over time so yeah or much faster when shrapnel's involved exactly i mean that could be very traumatic view 
versus what just looks like a hairy goat. I didn't need that part. <laughs> <laughs> Look like a wildebeest. Oh my god. Yeah. Who was that? That was um that was one of the blue collar guys. Uh the one who did here's your here's your sign. He was joking about bending over the bathtub naked and I think and uh, his wife saw him and said, "Oh, you look like a wildebeest." Don't know, don't care. We got to see about uh, wrapping up over here because it's getting pretty close. Yeah, it's almost three a.m. Yeah, it's almost eight yeah, o'clock. Uh, when exactly is that kicking off? Two minutes. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're compressing a three-hour show into a two-hour day. Yeah. It's exactly the way, as opposed to what we normally would do, which is, you know, compress two hours of content over three hours of show. Let, let it, trust me, let it go. <laughs> let it go. If, if you're not sure what I'm talking about, click clack. You can figure it out for yourselves later. Uh, we, um, I don't know. Is, is there, is, is there a last piece that anybody still needs to get? As a as a finale out. Well, we've covered they're punishing women uh, in accordance with the Bible. They're punishing women in accordance with their own viewpoints, which they, is the Bible. You know, sometimes, sometimes it's just because it's, they're going along with what other people are doing because they want the votes or the money. Um, so greed, um, power, control, that sort of thing. Uh, there's uh, out of ignorance. Um, let's see what else. I think that I think yeah, and so and so and in some cases, you know, hatred. You gotta make sure we get that one in there because there there are legitimately people that hate other people just because of their gender. I mean, look at how many people hate transgendered people. Literally, will go assault them just for existing. Yeah, that's a that's a. That's a completely different issue. No, that's no, but I mean, it kind, of, it kind of plays into it. There are men who hate women just because they are women. There are women who hate men just because they are men. Although with all the they, shit going on in politics, I don't blame some of them. <laughs> I gotcha. Yeah. But, but I, I mean, it don't, tacks into there. I, that's I, all. I don't think that that tacks into what we've got, though. But it's way too late to try to open that one now. Um... You know, interesting. Stephanie was just pointing out they're committing blasphemy by punishing women for what is acceptable in the Bible. I hate to put it this way, but um, since when has that ever stopped anybody? I'd just like to add one thing, if I can. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I was uh, watching. I'm always on the outlook for, um, on the lookout for uh, anything neuroscience. Because, uh, you know, I'd really like to link human behavior with what's actually happening in the brain. And I found a guy who just does just that. <laughs> um, he was the co-host or guest or whatever on Matt Dillahunty's uh, The Hang-Up uh, three days ago. Four days ago, maybe. Um, anyways, I put a link to it in the notes. Uh, it's a guy called uh, David, David McGraney. And he's taking psychology to an entire new level. 
<clears throat> um, anyways, really interesting conversation they had at the, the beginning of the show. Um, McRaney, he makes a distinction between um, when having a conversation with somebody and stuck in the believer mindset. Um, yeah, he he talks about the different approaches. Um, and he makes a distinction between um, feelings and beliefs. You know, people tend to conflate them. But uh, in the brain, they're actually two different, completely different parts of the area. So if you heard something, <coughs> they're going to they're gonna fall back to rationalization, which is basically, you know, finding selective factor, whatever, to reinforce their, their, their present state. Um, but uh, if you actually begin to question their beliefs or get them to question their own beliefs, then that's basically a road in. But anyways, it's a really interesting listen. Okay. I'll make sure that that's in the, in the notes for everybody. Uh, any, any last on... Uh, Again, for anybody else? Well, you know, I would love to say that I apologize on behalf of a lot of men, but I can't apologize for what somebody else has done wrong because it doesn't work. But, you know, if there are any women out there listening, there are men such as myself who do not vote for these assholes who are trying to take your rights away. Um, I do write letters to my Congress critters that are my representatives to tell them that, look, if you want to continue having my votes, these are the issues that are important that you do not screw with. You know, and if, if I'm part of the minority for that particular politician, I got to vote for another politician, you know, Forgive me for backtracking here a minute, but I just had a moment of lucidity. I know. Go for it. Rare. But <clears throat> I, I have to say that the irony is not lost on me that, again, the same individuals who keep trying to uh, regulate and legislate the use of a uterus are also, generally speaking, the same individuals who have no idea how to properly use their dick. Not without medication, at least. Well, I was, you know, more pointing toward, you know, putting putting your dick places it shouldn't be, yada, yada, yada. But... You mean, like, unpaid pages, for instance? Hmm. See? Infidelity, Huber. Gotta love it. <sighs> And they get really bent out of shape if a fellow female lawmaker uses the word vagina on the floor. It just gives them the vapors. I mean, I, would I have guess to we're supposed to call out. it, I guess we're supposed to refer to it as private parts or hoo-ha. Or... I, I would personally love to give them the vapors, but... uh they have way too good of ventilation in that room, unfortunately. I, I think that would I, I would actually Hi NSA. If I saw a lady politician 
used the uh, and saw and heard her on TV use the word vagina. And then one of those regressive Republican pricks passed out on the floor. I'd be laughing my ass off. I would, uh, I would, I would play rewind my, my, uh, my, my TV. Cause I invested in one of those DVR things. I'd record the clip. I'd have that on, you know, other, just like everybody else. I'd be putting that on the internet going, this is priceless. This is great. We okay. need more like this woman right here to make this thing happen. They don't Let's pass out I... though. They just censure her for bad language on the floor. Yeah, I know. But, but, it's but, happened. But then you go back to the horrible scopes, man. Three minutes later, it's going to be all over TikTok. Mm-hmm. That's true. It just, it just, I'm like, you can't handle the word vagina, yet you're passing legislation on it. Okay. We got to, we, we got to, we got to roll up over here. But um, my last piece about this whole damn thing is real simple. You're out of your element, people. The worst part is you refuse to acknowledge it. I'm not saying that you don't recognize it. I'm saying that you refuse to acknowledge it. Whose fault is that? Whoever it is that taught you. And if you go ahead and say you're a self-made man, then you taught yourself. That's worse. Because just like with a person that represents themselves in law, you have a fool for a client. Thank you, everybody, for being with us tonight. hope that you found something worthwhile in all of our perspectives and you got something to think about for the week ahead. Stephanie, thank you very kindly. Uh, sorry you're the only one tonight. Morning. But, uh, you know, you, you take good care of yourself. And remember, because of the time shift... Oh God, you know, we, we gotta, we gotta do this whole thing again. I will make sure that notice goes out to remind everybody that, you know, it's, it's UTC, um, plus or minus four, five, four, 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 just to be on the safe side. Cause you know how it's going to work out guys. Thank you very kindly. Joseph, thank you. You have yourself a good morning. You take care of yourself. You too, sir. I, I go nowhere. I do nothing. I'm I'm not too terribly worried. The most excitement I had was getting a new heater in the house. I'm still getting used to the idea that, you know, it's still warm now. Um, yeah, stay warm then. Yeah, at least that part I can. Enjoy. Tech, you take care of yourself, man. It's good to have you. Yep. You too, guys. Joey. Glad you're able to stick it out, man. You have yourself a, well, hopefully a restful morning. Yeah, it's sad because um, this is the the one day of the year where I don't get to play uh, Golden Earring's Earring's Twilight Zone. (laughs) I love that one. There's no 2 a.m. Fair enough. Bridget, thank you. You take care of yourself, and uh, you, you know, you keep punching at me. Keeps giving me ideas. I, I appreciate it. Thank you. After this many episodes, it's hard to find stuff to talk about. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but you know what? 
I'm still doing it because I, I I'm still yeah, vain you're enough. Still doing it. I'm I'm still that vain. And you keep you keep doing it. So you take care of yourself, and again, you be you be safe out there. No, and fuck Mike Pence and Mitch McConnell and the GQP and the GOP and all of these evangelical fundamentalist asshats. Just fuck all of you. If there was a hell to send you to to burn in, I would send you. I'd like to say that it was Florida. Yeah, Florida's its own special kind of hell. They can all go to Florida. Yeah, I wonder what would happen if we would introduce malaria into the population of mosquitoes. You know what? I don't I, know. A lot of a lot of those torture dungeons get shut down. You know, once they get discovered. So I'm not sure that it would work anymore. Yeah, we'll, well deal with that later. I mean, they are having some mosquito issues, and you know, it's 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 possible that dengue and yellow fever and Zika could just run amok in that state. Yeah, that would. That would but amuck, 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 we, amuck, but amuck, and, and there's four variants of dengue fever, and if you have one, you're more susceptible to have a serious illness from the rest of them. Just saying. Yeah, but we would never advocate for such a thing. That would be wrong. That would be wrong, yes. So in the meantime, everybody, thank you very much for being with us. If you'd like to leave us a voicemail message, you can uh, send it over to 859-HCTV-554, 859-4288-554. All of our contact information and link to grab the audio-only version of the podcast over at holycrapthevlogcast.com. We'll be looking forward to seeing you guys again next week. Not quite same bat time, not quite same bat channel, but similar. It'll be close enough. Same bat mobile. Yeah. It's just batty, though. Yeah. Yes. Man. We will no, talk with you. That game. Yeah. Yeah, there 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 is that. I'm I'm really big into dystopian, you know, fiction and stuff like that, but none of the dystopian fiction I've read or watched has prepared me for any of this. No. I actually had to no, stop I, re- I I had to stop reading the stuff. The um I'm you know, I I read a lot of that science fiction with dystopian futures the workarounds all the little things about it you know i like cyberpunk and and all that fun stuff but i had to stop in the middle of the pandemic it was just too much it was like no 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 this is too close to home yeah i can't have my fiction become non-fiction it's one thing if we make the tricorder reality the hands made still yeah so Last item, as we get out of here, we know full well that there are vaccinations that are making it out there, and very happy for that. Yes, we have concerns about what the really long-term effects are going to be, but let's face it, the long-term effects of this illness are bad. Whoever it is is typing is really loud. Sorry. The thing that I want to stress yes people are able to get this vaccination but people please don't fucking game the system and brag about it especially 
it don't take pictures of your records that you got vaccinated because people are trying to make like copies of those and pass them off as I got vaccinated. And even though they didn't. My point is that somebody fairly prominent went ahead and claimed they were first in line because they worked with kids and they don't. And they yeah, game the system to. because they didn't get followed up on. People, there will be an opportunity for everybody to get. Don't be a dick. You can wait till May 1st. That's not that long. Meantime, please stay safe. We'll be looking forward to talking to you again real soon. So... Until the next time we get together, everybody, as always, I wish you the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well. My lady, it's been too damn long. I'm still in love with you. Matane Fujin. I love you. I miss you. Until the next time we get together, everyone. As always, good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment at the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages. Theme music is Twisted by Kevin McLeod, available at incompetech.com. And on behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening.